presents First Impressions. There's a new album out. Uh, have you listened to it yet? I'm digging the new album. I'll check it out. What do you think of the new album? First Impressions. Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of First Impressions on the Scratch the Drag Podcast presented by the Dude and Grim Show. I am the Dude. And I am Grim. And today we are here to give our first initial impressions of The Golden Casket by Modest Mouse. You most certainly are Grim. And uh, before we get in too deep into it, we want to remind everyone to go ahead and like, subscribe, and comment below. If you would. Because if you don't know, this is the Dude and Grim show. All right, Grim. So Just this album came, came out, out today. To- yeah, today I've listened to it a couple of times. I think I would say two and a half to three. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm one one focused listen. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I had two focused listens right in a row. I had a four hour drive, and uh, yeah, I just I just played through the whole thing twice. And I, I gotta yeah. say, like initially. I was kind of not that into it, but something occurred to me when I was listening to it, probably about halfway through the first listen, is All right. the reason why I have this feeling is because I can't shake the thoughts of um, like Moon in Antarctica or the Lonesome Crowded West. Like I have in my mind already yep. what I think Modest Mouse should sound like. And I'm not giving it room to just do what they want to do. And so as I listened to the remainder of the album and then again through the second time, I really tried to take that out of it. And I'm like, all right, forget that this is Modest Mouse. Forget about all the other stuff they did. Um, and just listen to it as if it were a band that you'd never heard the first time. And yeah. in that case, I, I thought it was a, a fairly interesting album. Yeah, I I kind of had to do something similar, and I, I feel like there's a part of me that I'm I'm well, I am a hypocrite. <laughs> I'll feel oh, like, and you're biased, uh, and I am uh, too. Uh, uh, a lot of times, yeah, uh, yeah. Because I'll I'll give people a hard time about when the the best analogy is Kid A and OK Computer, like kind of like when those albums when that album came out, it's like oh, it wasn't OK Compar- Computer Part Two. It's like yeah, this is not the Lonesome Crowded West Part Two. This is not no. in Antarctica or Good News or whatever Part Two. No, it isn't. And so, or even Sad Sappy Sucker Part Two, or even Sad Sappy Sucker. Yeah, <laughs> or this is a long drive with nothing to think about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it is one of those things where I feel like with those previous albums, they set the bar so high. And and so I have a hard time mentally, you know, kind of um, taking taking myself away from sort of that standard yeah. and that style. So trying to listen to it with with fresh ears, I definitely tried to do that uh, this time. And I, it's it is a very interesting album. I think it's a strange album. It it is different. I feel like than anything they've sort of done previously. And, and um, for that, I got to give him credit because it, it is it. And even okay, so I liked, you know, of course, you and I can really go back to when um, the first song. Uh, no, what you call it came out. Um, 
Because it was their, yeah, good news. It was their first major label release. We were both at a time where we had like started listening to them just, you know, as a band. And then they release a new album and it was really cool and it was a great album, all these things. Um, And that was different too. Um, And then even We Were Dead Before the Ship Even Sank. Um, I like a lot of the stuff off that album. I didn't like it as much, but I still think it's a good album. But I think the one Strangers to Ourselves. I just really I tried listening to it and I was like, all right, I'm I'm kind of done with this. Yeah, it, w- it that certainly wasn't my favorite, um, and I think it also at, at that point there had been a pretty decent gap in between albums, and I kind of yeah. I wouldn't say for, forgot about them, or maybe I grew out of them, or I was just my music taste changed, and then something new came out, and I probably didn't give it the fair chance that that I should have. Um, yeah, and but, I was the same way. And again, I, I wonder if I would think the same thing, given that a, a little more of a fair shake. However, I read an article, or started reading an article, I should say, by the AV Club about their new album, and they kind of said the same thing to what I'm feeling, where it was like, this album was something a little fresher and a little different that they also did not pick up on with Strangers to Ourselves. Yeah, and actually, I I kind of listened to and flipped through Strangers to Ourselves after I listened to this one a couple of times. I really wanted to go back and see kind of how close they were, and I actually think they're they're very different. With this album, The Golden Casket, I really feel uh, it feels a little more subdued, the songs do. I feel like there's not a lot in your face. Uh, some of the no, songs... But, but it's kind of str- trippy, though, too. No, it, it is trippy. Um I feel like a lot of the songs are are stripped down more than than usual, and they're not driven by the guitar. Like yes, that yes, yes, that yes. classic. There's not the where where you know. There's none of that. It's 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 not the driving guitar. A lot of it, dude. There's a lot of synth in this. I I know, and and that's that's what I found it 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 was interesting. And again, at first, you know, at first I. I I was kind of thinking that I was going to give it a bad or, or a, a non-favorable impression because of that. But again, I, I felt like with some of these other bands, I know we talked about it with like Tame Impala, like it was, it's been hard for me to listen to anything they've done since Inner Speaker because I have in my mind that that is like their standard, but it's not fair. Right, because yeah, people people change, and we now change. granted, I will <laughs> say that too. Yeah, yeah, we fear change. But the the albums that they've done since Currents to me all sound like Currents. To be fair, but this album does not sound like the other stuff that Modest Mouse has done, and that's why I kind of approach it differently. Yeah. Well, if you, I I listened to an interview with Isaac Brock talking about this album, and between. Um, uh, their previous album in this album, he had two kids. Dude, I was and, gonna say that song. <clears throat> I I, I want to say laces out, but it's not called laces out. Laces it's out. it's uh I think lace your shoes. Lace your shoes. I mean, yeah. this is obviously him like talking about his children, and there there was another thing that that I was thinking about in here in several songs, which culminates in the end song back to the middle there's this talk of like this this idea of the middle and like kind of an intermediate thing 
And dude, when you think about it, I mean, it kind of hit me as I rounded my 40th birthday. A lot of the themes in this have to do with like this middle spot in your life. You're, you're talking about your kids. Um, dude, you're not going to sing about being a 20 year old driving around in a van doing drugs, playing shows no. anymore. Yeah. And at least to, to do this, I still feel like that album still had edge. I mean, when you open with a song called F Your Acid Trip, yes. I mean. But but here's the thing. It does show the maturity because in that song he sings about not necessarily him doing it, but him being around the people doing it. Him And he talks about it in the interview, him driving people around and hanging out with people yeah. who are doing it. And he's and, like, I'm doing this. He's like and kind of being annoyed. So, so it is a... Uh, you know, more of a mature take on that. Whereas you're right when he was yo- when he was younger, he's doing it. You know, dude, it, 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 and you do feel it, especially in uh, Lonesome Crowded West. There's there's more anger, there's more aggressiveness. Um, you know, in this one, he's not quite as cynical as as he was when he was younger. No. In his words, um, I, I, and if he yeah. is in a different, it's in a different way. It's from a different standpoint, and I imagine a lot of that has to do with getting older and fatherhood i i agree but but at the same point still an edge to your music and still i think very interesting lyrics um one of them that stood now and i couldn't even i think it's in transmitting and receiving maybe but i like Which how he kind great. of just says all these different things and makes them rhyme just like all these different stimulus of life that he's just like barfing out in around right. in the background of the lyrics but the main lyric that really got to me was it was he said, I don't like my TV watching me. And uh, think about it, good. dude, with like yeah. Alexa and, and all these these devices, a Google Home or whatever, like they're listening to you. They're listening to what you say. You know what I mean? Listening to you. So there there yeah. is there is still, I think, some cynicism um in, in things sure. with with stuff like that, with like the I don't want to day to say distrust, but kind of like the just the um maybe not being so sure on like what tech is doing. Yeah. Well I think and I think there is there definitely is that. I I just think he's not as aggressive or pissed off about sure, it as, yeah. as, as he was when he was younger. Um, there is but, certainly not the vocal delivery of um, convenient parking, for example. No, no, there's not. There's not. But so some of the songs on here, um, there's again, they use this. I feel like the, the the synth a lot through some of these songs instead of that, the the sort of the standard driving guitar sound that we're so used to hearing. And part yeah. of me started thinking they almost sound like and I don't mean this. I guess in a negative way, but some of the songs as I was listening to it, almost sound like almost like nursery rhymes or like a kid's oh, album oh, a little bit. Dude, it, yeah. For adults, right? <laughs> Especially I think the sun hasn't left. Because that almost sure. has like something that sounded in it maybe a sampler or whatever, but it sounded as if it were like a marimba or a xylophone. And you're right. I felt like the same thing, like some sort of a a melody that could have been a nursery rhyme, but then it it goes somewhere else. Well, so he did say one thing, and I've never heard of this instrument, or maybe he just said it wrong, or I heard it wrong. But the kalimbas is, there, is that an instrument? The what? Is he saying kalimbas? Oh yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah, um, okay. 
Because I think the kalimba is some sort of like piano, small piano type instrument, and I believe it's from okay. Africa. But I'm going to look that up. Uh, just okay. Yeah, it's a thumb piano. Yeah, I was okay. Okay, thumb piano, and I believe so initially, that is an African instrument. So initially, when recording or getting the idea to record this, he met with uh, Dave Sardi, who helped produce the album. And they met and just kind of hung out and were like fooling around with stuff. And they're like, oh, okay, let's do this. And then the pandemic happened. And, oh, interesting. And they, yeah. And then they, so they had to like take a little break. And then I think he's, Isaac Brock said after a few months, he kind of got stir crazy and was like, screw it. I'm going to go down to wherever he is. Um, he's like, I just want to play the kalimbas and modular synths. And yeah, with, I, I and think he, he even, did. <laughs> yeah. And he even said, like, kind of without guitar. Uh, but then he said they didn't, he was like, he kind of made a joke. He was like, ah, but we didn't really, really get too far. But I feel like they did. I feel like this yeah. is this is the least guitar I've ever heard on a Modest Mouse album. At least it's not, it's not the featured instrument, that's for sure. Yeah, it just, to me, the whole thing was just a little more exploratory. And, and again, I guess when I took it out of the pretense of this is what I think Modest Mouse sounds like and just listened to it for what it was, I was able to to hear it in a different way, which uh, I and, and dude, I, I I don't think I would have ever done that if it wasn't for this show and probably for the first impressions because I'm okay to say there's something I don't like, but I feel like it's allowed me to open up more to things that maybe I would have initially just poo pooed because it wasn't what I think so and so should be, but far be it for me to say that like they're they're making the music. Exactly. I mean, you have a BMW SUV and you like driving it. Although you, oh, my wife does. <laughs> Your wife does. Yeah. Um, but there are, uh, you know, there are. I, I did notice, kind of towards the end, um, some songs that are are a little harder. Um, it oh, yeah. picks up a little bit, and especially this, the last song I noticed, uh, "Back to the Middle," that definitely has some, you know, some fuzz and some guitar on it yeah. and everything. Um, and again, it has. One thing they're also really known for, and I felt like they didn't do this on as many songs, is they're really good at, and especially in Lonesome Crowded West. The vocals um, like back here. <laughs> well, yeah, there is one song, I, I, I made a note of it, um, where, where he did do it. But um, <clears throat> they, you know, they're able to really raise and lower tempos in, in, into yeah. transitions. Like they can, they can be rocking out and then all of a sudden they can just kind of chill out a little bit. And then they can start, you know, pick it back up and rock it out again, kind of like doing the cockroach and songs. Oh like that. yeah. Um, so I and I thought like in Back to the Middle they did that a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think. There was another song I was I was looking at, but it's it's escaping me right now. But um, I, you know, that's they do have sort of their signature thing. So I would say to fans who maybe haven't listened to Modest Mouse for a while and like the earlier stuff, this is going to be different than it anything is. you've you've heard them do before. It is more exploratory and in and out there. But um but I don't definitely do think it with it's, an open mind. I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't expect it to be the stuff that they were doing and writing when they were, you know, in high school and stuff, you know, or, yeah. or just out of high school. Like I just yeah. just wouldn't do that. Now, Grim, did you have any songs? Was there a song that that stood out to you <coughs> that you did mm. like? <coughs> well, I mean, I like transmitting and receiving for what they did with the the vocal stuff. Um, 
I, I like to leave a leave a light on, um, and then back to the middle. I mean, I can't say there was a whole lot I I didn't really care for. I guess if, um, you know, and and again, it's it's not. A, I'm not trying to say that I heard this and I was like, this is the greatest album that's ever been made. But um, similar to what I said about Butterfly Three Thousand, although. Uh, maybe there weren't things where I was like, oh my gosh, and I immediately latched on to it with like fervor. Uh, I, dude, I had no problem letting the album play and listening to the whole thing again because I thought that there were interesting things that I wanted to check out. And, and once I could get my head in a, in a space where, you know, you allow the artist to do what they do, and that is whatever they want to do. Um, I yeah. think I was able to go into it with a more open mind and, and, and form a more reasonable opinion, maybe. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely like this and appreciated this more than the, the, the previous album. And Me I think too. Even had an EP that was previous to that. Um, yeah. And, a, a, you know, and, and that just... Those didn't do it for me, but maybe I do need to go back and revisit those sort of more with this this kind of open mind, and maybe I'll find something that that really clicks. This well, time. I know that's the hard thing, isn't it? Because think about if you just if you listen to every Bowie album and you're like, well, this should sound like Space Oddity or Ziggy Stardust, you would be Stardust. like, this guy's terrible. Or you yeah, know what but, I mean? You just oh, it, absolutely, it's hard, you know. And somebody reinvents and themselves. If, yeah, and if you thought, well, no, the Beatles can't do Sgt. Pepper's. They have to do, like, another iteration of help. <laughs> yeah. We would we would definitely be uh, not as advanced hey, in the music world. You know what they said? The great ones all leave their mark. They do. <laughs> they do. Just like us. It's W-E-T-B-A. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, the wet bandits! Uh, the wet bandits. Um, well, Grim, I think that kind of wraps up everything I wanted to cover on this. I mean, overall, I, I think it's definitely worth a couple listens. I, I, I'm certainly uh, feel better about this than than again some of their previous stuff. Was did it did it blow me away? Absolutely not. No, but. but- um, I, some but of, I appreciated it. Yeah, and some of the songs caught me. Like I said, I guess just because of my, um, you know, my recent birthday and the age I'm at, and and some of the subject matter, like, just kind of yeah, caught I mean, me at the right moment. I guess you could say. Yeah, it's all downhill from here, basically. So. Oh, dude! Yeah, playing the back nine now. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, hey, it would be awesome for all you Modest Mouse fans out there to, uh, one, give us a like, like subscribe, and comment, comment below. Let us know what you think about this album. How does it compare to maybe not their early, early stuff, but, the, you know, the last few albums that came out? Uh, do you like the direction they're heading? Because this definitely yeah. does. Can you seem give to it a, a real de- fair a shake? departure. Can, Can you, you give, give it a fair shake? Yeah. Because we want to know. We want to know. All right, Graham. All right. Out. I think so. Right. Time to go. It's time to go on the do. Scratch a track is produced by the dude Grim. Additional music provided by Moore. That's dot 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 M O R E and the Tins T I M N Z. Copyright 2020. The Dude and Grim Show.